never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Bingo. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. All right, guys, welcome. Welcome. We're here for Pinko Kami Sluts. Uh, lucky episode 13. Lucky 13. Yep. So, uh, widespread protests. Yeah. Pandemonium. To paraphrase Grace Luxembourg, the uh, masses shall decide our agenda for us tonight. I'm seeing less resistance to these protests and riots and et cetera than I am used to seeing. Just from like the shitheads that I am acquainted with online. I'm like, wait, am I still Facebook friends with this person? And, uh, but a surprising amount of them, this is the one that they think this is a little justified. So I don't know, vibe wise. Yeah, I mean, well, in the words of a uh, noted uh, supporter of mass demonstrations, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, um, the <laughs> fascist approach that led to the death of George Floyd in the U.S. city of Minneapolis was the result of torture, as a result of torture, big fucking opponent of torture, Erdogan is. Uh, it yeah, has not yeah. only deeply saddened us all, but... It has also become one of the most painful manifestations of the unjust order which we stand against across the world. world. So I just want to say thank you to uh, noted POC, uh, Warrior for Social Justice, uh, oh, and God, supporter of Minority Voices, uh, Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Oh, God damn. You're, I'm being trolled so hard right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, uh, say what you will, but uh, for my uh, people, all the uh, Romanoffs are dead. So, uh, <laughs> you know what they say about Turkey? Notoriously just. Social uh, justice is like wedding for Turks. <laughs> yeah. They love Turkish. it. They, they, love, they love free speech. They um, love free speech. They love mass demonstrations. They're very, yes, they extremely love... Extremely supportive of mass demonstrations, especially, like, over, I don't know, like, a park or something. This is, how bad, this is how bad the United States is right now, is that you've got fucking Erdogan saying, like, oh, tisk tisk. Look at these fascists in the United States. You have oh people protesting so outside funny. U.S. embassies in other countries about our police. It violence. is so fucking funny. Oh my god! And this, and this I, is all part of his plan to take over the Greek islands. Oh, oh, I, w I have been saying I will gladly hand over the traitorous Gulen for. Uh, <laughs> 
Erdogan's uh, liberation forces to come around and liberate us. Oh, isn't isn't Flynn out now? Isn't that like his job? Oh yeah, he did have something to do with Gulen, wasn't he, that? He was absolutely going to track down Gulen in like Pennsylvania. On September 19th, retired Army Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, then serving as National Security Advisor to the Trump campaign, met in New York City with top Turkish ministers and others at the Essex House Hotel in Manhattan. Among the topics, according to people briefed on the meeting, and former CIA Director James Woolsey, who was also in attendance, removing a Muslim cleric from the U.S. to Turkey. I mean, we know where Gulen is. He's, yeah, he's in, like, bumfuck Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll hand him over. He seems like a weirdo anyway. I think he diddles kids. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> the Elon Musk school of uh, <laughs> so, cast, yeah. casting aspersions. Yeah, yeah um, no, that okay. would be a funny way. Okay, I've been, uh, you know, I, it's a theme of mine now to try and get this podcast big by getting sued by someone. And if we Elon could get Musk. sued by the traitorous Gulen, that <laughs> would be great. All right, uh, in plea deal, Flynn acknowledges working for the Turkish government and was part of a, an attempt to kidnap Gulen. Well, wouldn't it just be extraditing him? I, I don't fucking know. Like, why, why would we kidnap? Like, the U.S. could just say, like, oh, you no longer have asylum here, and we're handing you over to Turkey. That's a less good story, though, for the newspaper. Yeah, like, I, I guess it kind of gets to... You know, what is the difference between kidnapping and, you know, arresting someone and sending them to jail? Uh, yeah, so and like, what, what really is a wedding for a Turk, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Erdogan is so fucking woke, guys. <laughs> woke, woke to gone. Yeah. I like, I like woke to gone because it also sounds like it's a anime situation. Yeah. <laughs> And then, the, I mean, also, of course, Ahmadinejad had his thing, but I don't know. Ahmadinejad always, like, weirdly quotes Tupac and says something about police brutality in the United States. It's awesome. Well, obviously, I prefer Ahmadinejad. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you can deny my Holocaust any day. Also, actually, I will say between the two... Uh, Ahmadinejad, I feel like he could get it as the kid <laughs> more so than Erdogan. I think I think that's correct. Yeah, I think that's uh, a correct uh, assessment. He, he's like I'm kind of waiting for Ahmadinejad to go gray because I think it would really work with him. He's a silver fox. Yeah, no, he, he is on the verge of becoming a silver fox. Yeah, so like I, I, I don't know. I guess we're in the middle of a multi-city uprising. It's weird. I, I well, I there's an exhausting amount of narratives out there. <laughs> I have uh, sirens in the background. I can hear all day. It's quiet over here in Jersey City. Mm -hmm. 
I have felt bad because I've been going to a Turkish place um, and their baklava looks really good. Oh, yeah, no, Turkish food's great. Yeah, it's, it's fine to eat Turkish food. Turkish people are fine. Yeah, Turkish coffee, it's, which is called Turkish coffee, is great. Yeah, it, which is incorrectly identified. It's Turkish referred coffee. to as Turkish coffee because it comes from Turkey and only Turkey. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, all Turkish food is great. Lebna. Uh, my my confusing thing was that they maca smoothies, and maca is from South America, so so like matcha. Yeah, maca. Yeah, that's called maca. Okay, I never know. And it was Inca Inca warrior smoothie. Yeah, well, Turks like to culturally appropriate just ask yeah they are imperialists most of that area of the world they're like the best imperialists because they're coming out on top these days because they've got erdogan out here under the cover of wokeness the man is a poc who just wants their history man this man is representing and then then everyone's like but this is this is a good imperialism. It's it's good. It's good they stole people's babies. Yeah, all all I'm saying is the Cypriots need to get in line. <laughs> uh, if you want to be entertained, though, look up tweets of videos from the Turkish Greek border or the the border in Cyprus. Um, because it's just some fucking idiot Turk and idiot Greek yelling at each other, and then they're like, "Good night." Well, isn't there? <laughs> there's that famous uh, border crossing uh, between India and Pakistan where they do these like weird, elaborate peacocking uh, type displays each night, where they. It is kind of like that. It is kind of like that. They like they like yell at each other like grandiosely. They're like Malaga, and there the other one's like, and then they'll slip into English weirdly. Like they'll be in Turkish and in Greek, and then they'll just say "you fuck goat" or something. Well, my my favorite joke I've heard from a Muslim comedian is um, my my dad will speak only Arabic, but. He will only curse in English because God can't understand. <laughs> All right, Bunny, tell us more about these narratives. Well, you've got, of course, the pre-established ones there, you know. Uh, oh, no, this violence is bad. But they're talking about property destruction, which is not violence and et cetera. But I feel like it's not as intense. The other layers I feel that we have now are, um, one, you have, look, this is kind of like, this was very quick and widespread and uh, not, I think there's a temptation to act like every time a protest like this happens that, oh, like, like it hasn't evolved at all. <laughs> and it obviously has uh, but I wanted to touch on the the people out there who are uh, you know of course is always saying it's PSYOP etc there's less there's less yeah, I- bemoaning of uh, making up of crisis actors and things like that I'm finding but uh, there's definitely, definitely a contingent that's 
like, oh, isn't it interesting that in two days this spread across America? And it's like, not really. Um, <laughs> you, we all talk. I mean, obviously, you don't remember what happened after Martin Luther King was shot, but it's not very odd for protests to break out nationwide for multiple days. And there's social media now, so that's not mm-hmm. weird at all. Well, I think there's a lot more people trying to sew in the idea that the protests are illegitimate. And it's coming from a lot of sides, and sometimes it's well-intentioned people. Yeah, no, there's, the out. liberals have... The liberals and the hoteps have completely bought into outside agitator theory. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And yes, cops do fuck shit up. Like, that is an element of this. The, the police yeah, are I, I, I'm actors. sorry, that, that dude who was um, breaking the AutoZone windows was not a fucking cop. And, and I'll, I'll say that, and maybe I'll get this proven definitively in the future, but... Sure, sure. And that may be so, but I'm saying there is a precedent for this. I know for a fact in Baltimore, they purposely allowed the CVS to be burned. The police wanted that image. They themselves looted the pharmaceuticals inside and sold them to a network of drug dealers that came out in a DA investigation. This is not like even in the realm of conspiracy. They do exist. The the issue with the guy with the AutoZone is he wasn't doing what agent provocateurs do and people online just kind of assume that he was because it vaguely falls into the pattern. He really wasn't. He, he's breaking a window in a random fucking part of the city, clearly not wanting to be caught. If you're an agent provocateur, you want to be caught. That's the whole point is to provoke a response. Well, I mean, I think there's, I think there's, like I said, layers to this. I think yeah. there are, there are undercover cops. Yo, I didn't want to see that um, uh, bash uh, with a fucking bow and arrow in uh, Utah. Y- yes. Holy <laughs> shit. That was awesome. <laughs> Everyone trounced. Yeah. And then they, then the like police ended up retreating and essentially allowed the protesters to just burn his car to the ground. <laughs> he, he's, I mean, it's the most fuck around and find out uh, thing. Well, I mean, that's been the that's been a layer of this too. These fucking idiot shitheads who like have taken it upon themselves to be anti the protests, like the that bitch who was stabbing people at the Target <laughs> uh, in the wheelchair. It's like, what did she? What did she? What do these people think is going to happen? And then. <sighs> For all their, like, you know, inside in their fantasies, they were, like, from the movies, like, shooting bows and arrows and stabbing people. Like, and then it happened. (laughs) They just got, you know. I do think, though, that there is an intended thing out there to want to delegitimize the protest by acting like, one, any white people that are present are, like, suspicious bad actors. They couldn't possibly be... There there couldn't possibly be any solidarity between an out-of-work white working class (laughs) uh, who's who's, uh, no end in sight and and, uh, 
people who also feel vulnerable. It's just like it's a t- it's too tidy of a yeah, You, you have like, you have white liberals who don't actually like black and white solidarity outside of fucking bullshit. Oh, did you see the latest episode of Dear White People? Wow, that was eye-opening. And then you have Hotaps who are on this, like, black-owned business fucking fetish. And they have united in deciding that the good blacks are just being maligned by these outside agitators. Well, and it also it, it acts like there's no legitimate reason to fucking break a yeah. window. And I'm sorry, there yeah. is. Like, like it, I don't give a shit. Even like, even if you find a person who was out there just to start shit because they're fucking fucking around and seeing what they can do in this scenario, doesn't make it uh, one illegitimate, but two at all unpredictable that people would respond that way it's it's i hate i hate it when people pretend like what this is so weird that people would do you know i i hate that response to this kind of thing it's also being reinforced by people like in minneapolis they said i think everyone they arrested wasn't from Minnesota. Some the, the mayor was it the mayor or the governor that said, said that, and then the uh, I know I pulled up the tweet of the local news that was like the police the arrest record show that almost everybody's from Minnesota. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the thing they want to be like. Oh, well, why would people even want to do this? Sure. That's what a lot people who still feel comfortable in today's society that's still what they want to think that that, that's a very tempting um narrative for them to tune into they might be like oh it's terrible that that policeman did that thing but oh oh no nobody who's actually mad about that is breaking the windows literal literal fucking bull connor birmingham bullshit 1960s outside agitators Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's insane. It's the classic fucking racist, anti-communist narrative mm-hmm. that fucking liberals are biting into hook, line, and sinker. Little baby-ass bitches. There's, there's also a bunch of uh, white anarchists are the problem. Yeah, as if there's that many, first of all. <laughs> like, 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 as if there's this, like, huge, like, huge numbers of white anarchists just like and do you know how many people i've seen on fucking line say something uh negative about white anarchists and directly relate it to the fucking joker no <laughs> like they, that's what a huge that's a huge portion of people who call themselves educated think about self identified anarchists that they're like i want to watch the world burn Uh, like (laughs) it's uh, a lot of them are of course anarchists because that's a political theory that would lend to having solidarity with working class across racial also a lot of them are fucking (laughs) marxists and there's some working class liberals who haven't really thought about politics who are uh simply radicalized by the fucking internal contradictions of capital that's where we're at right now baby all right so where are we at like right now this minute uh union square is burning yeah god damn i saw that a bunch of uh uh cop vans are on fire 
Oh my god, it's fucking Frank Rizzo statue. Like, holy shit, my great grandfather would be crying right now. It is I with tears of joy, by the way. Uh my my great grandfather, lifelong communist. Yeah, let's move back. Okay, so there was protests in New York and Philly now we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So it just made me think of the Frank Rizzo statue. Uh, it's fucking wonderful. But yeah, Union Square. Union Square. Um, yesterday there was a big thing in Barclays Center, which I saw the beginning of. Um, this is a funny story. I was trying to go to Models because my mother uh, gave me two Models nice. gift cards. And I was like trying to go in to buy some baseball gloves, I guess. I don't know what I was going to do. Well, yeah, why would your mom give you Models? Actually, now that I think of it, I don't actually know what Models sells. It's a sporting good. Okay. Sporting good. Fresh dress. I was, I I was looking for new, n- new shoes. Yeah, that and, would be why I don't know what Models sells. And I was, I was going to Models, and when I was passing Models, I was like, huh, there's a lot of cops around here. Yeah. And like 10 minutes later, about a thousand people marched up Flatbush and congregated at Barclays Center. And I was there for like, I don't know, like a half hour. Models was closed. There was about 15 cops in front of it. Uh, PC Richards was also closed, had about 15 cops in front of them. They had a counterterrorism unit. Uh, they had like some really big, scary looking guns. JTTF, baby. I had, I, I was still going, I was still doing deliveries. So I went back to going to work. Like two hours later, they were uh, lighting a cop van on fire about like four blocks up the road in Fort Greene um, and moving towards Clinton Hill. Yeah, and we all know what happened after that. But for the record, if you don't know what happened after that, they uh, ransacked the fucking precinct. They ransacked the precinct, but then the then the cops... Uh, attacked them and I think dispersed the crowd and arrested like a bunch of them. Well, and at some point, some cops tried to mow some people down. Uh, that was tonight because there were. Oh, that was tonight. There were, we're there were, about last there night. Were, oh my god. There were three protests today. There was one in Union Square at three. And there was one at Flatbush. Yeah, some. Uh, anyone see the MSNBC guy who took a fucking rubber bullet? Yeah. 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 They were targeting. Uh, yeah. No. They, I don't know if any of you've seen the uh, video. Uh, I think it was St. Louis, like just a local, um, just a local. Gun. They had a pepper gun uh, that they aimed, and you did fucking great camera shot because they aimed it straight at the camera guy, and so like there's this shot of them just fucking barrel of the gun pointing at the camera i like i like uh cnn has been targeted multiple times uh the cnn guy got arrested on screen but then the protesters ransacked the cnn um headquarters in atlanta which also i found out uh houses the atlanta state or police yeah, no, at a, at a certain point, just contract it all out to Unicorn Riot. They're, they actually know what the fuck they're doing in these situations. Oh, you know, we forgot to mention one of those narratives, which is 
in part of invalidating is the idea that it's a Russia conspiracy. Oh, that's a good one. MSNBC. That's yeah. a good one. Oh, we can't forget that. Talk. But just the just how silly the idea that people can possibly be very upset without being manipulated by, by some kind of nefarious okay. Let's talk about this. About news. By, by the fucking <laughs> Shylock string-pulling manipulators of the world. Like, this is... I mean, that is what the outside agitator thing is, is literally the idea is that dumb blacks who would otherwise be complacent are being used by Jews to destroy America. That is what these liberals are buying into, and that should be said aloud. I think there was a George Soros thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, as mm-hmm. always. Yes, the puppet master string pulling Svengali ish fucking Jew. There, there was uh, one tweet earlier just about how, oh, this is all white dudes who like listen to too much Chapo, which I love <laughs> I the presumption that. of the power of Chapo. And frankly, if Chapo, uh, it's, if it's Chapo can burn it's- like. 20 American cities to the ground simultaneously, we should probably listen to what they say because it seems like they got their (laughs) finger on the button and there's nothing we can do to stop them. We should probably surrender now. I love, I love that. Uh, I love that idea. And I mean, it sucks because you can have a handful of just white assholes in the mix who are certainly not seemingly contributing to uh, whatever. There was, uh, my friend was at the protests in LA and some dudes just like drove down the street doing donuts with their middle fingers out. <laughs> just no reason. Not seemingly on one side or the other, just like taking the opportunity to like fuck shit up. But that's like literally it's a fraction of a fraction of people. Like even the existence of a person who is like just there to it doesn't mean anything. And uh, I, I'm just so tired of like everybody falling for those kind of narratives over and over again. And then feeling this need to be like, well, actually, it was the only person who broke any rules was actually a secret bad guy. Uh, <laughs> instead of like, you know, anything to not talk about police killing people indiscriminately and feeling like they won't be held accountable. Um, Brings us to tonight and uh, police just running into people because they don't think anything will happen to them. And nothing will, except a bunch of their things will burn. Toys, precincts. I am not sure that the that any the protesters have uh, gone into any New York precincts yet, but... Yeah, no, the 88th precinct in Brooklyn. No, it was overrun, and then the police attacked back and drove the protesters away. Like, they overran it, and then the police fought back. Oh, okay. It wasn't a Minneapolis thing, unfortunately. I mean, uh, also, okay, I'm going to just say, if you can overrun a police precinct, you can also overrun the building that is at 141 Livingston in Brooklyn, the building that is at 111 Center Street in Manhattan, or the building that is at 
1118 Grand Concourse in the Bronx. Those are all housing courts. And if you were to overrun them, theoretically, you know, parody, uh, they have rooms that contain files for cases that are not digitized and not backed up. And if those files are destroyed, the cases will be delayed by months at least. And that is every fucking eviction case in those three boroughs. So if hypothetically someone was to go to 1118 uh, Grand Concourse in the Bronx, they were to walk through the front door, take a right, there was a little staircase that goes down to a landing and there's a set of windows with glass in front behind that glass are shelves and shelves of those files or the second story at either 111 center street or 141 uh, Livingston. Same deal there. They just happen to be on the second floor, you know, just thoughts throwing out there. Uh, it, All right. Uh, Reading the report, uh, a dozen NYPD officers injured, 200 protesters arrested when the 88th precinct. Yeah, my friends got arrested. Oh. Which, the, um, uh, the, the, the hippie yoga lovers? No. no? Some, fellow pod, some fellow podcasters. Uh, some comedian podcasters. Got Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, which, I mean, you know, we haven't even talked about the element of all of this happening during the fucking coronavirus. And uh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, there's going to be a point where Trump's we're going to have like forced reopens and there's going to be a resurgent. But then Trump's going to just spin that to be the fault of the protesters and that's going to be hilarious you're right that's Um, going to be funny (laughs) well i just hope everybody who's you know i'm really worried for everybody who's been arrested because uh it's not great uh to be in jail right now i mean anytime but especially during a pandemic this was really widespread but also uh there was uh just a lot more overt antagonism from police everywhere, obviously, on camera. Like, just, you know. And all of their stupid uh, non-lethals, they use them in ways on purpose to make them, if not almost lethal, like, to do the most damage possible. They aim for people's eyes. They want to blind people. Like, it, they are uh, terror. <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys ever been shot at with uh, rubber no, bullets. I have not been. I've just been close enough to almost have been shot at with rubber bullets, but through no sort of uh it was uh full disclosure when I went to the University of Maryland and uh I was just getting a sub while a riot for a sports for a sports reason was going on. <laughs> And they would send uh, very aggressive police on horses who would just, I saw, would just trample people on a horse. A horse running over a essentially teenage person (laughs) from college uh, and just indiscriminately kind of going to rubber bullets and things like that. And that's for a very silly kind of riot. I mean, it's mostly just frat guys 
setting their own things on fire. So I just say that to say that the aggression of police is like almost wholly separate from like so many other things in that it's worth talking about even when you hear these other stupid arguments trying to invalidate these protests. Like there's a problem. And I think hopefully more people see that, but it's still hard to talk to anybody who's got sentimentality around police work. I don't know if you guys know anybody in your personal lives who is like that. It's rough. (laughs) They're like, this is wrong, blah, blah, blah. But I support police. It's a calling they have. Ugh. Police have jobs too. They have it's, I don't know. I just don't. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. Well, I do. As somebody I know said it's a calling. And I was like, I don't agree. I think that's bad. <laughs> I don't think it's one of the roles in society that should be aspired to in that kind of like glittery eyed way. And I think that lens cover to all the fucking shit they do. You know, people think cops, like, help people. I have never once been helped by a police officer, no matter what situation I was in that was uh, worthy of being helped. <laughs> like, I've never gotten my stuff back if it's been stolen. Yeah, no, I don't think I ever have. I, uh, you know, um, but you know what? I have uh, known several people who've had the police steal from them. So that's fun. (laughs) I think I know more people who've had the police steal from them than I know people who've ever experienced like a burglary. Anecdotally, I know that's statistically true, but I'm saying when I think about it right now, I think anecdotally, just because Baltimore is a very high illegal search and seizure place and the police will just take people's shit. I know a ton of people who have a story. I think all of people's good stories about police are either they're fucking them or it's their dad or it's from a TV show. Yeah. With the way Ice-T's been, uh, frankly, even TV show cops hate cops. (laughs) Uh, And also, God damn, Killer Mike. What the fuck, dude? That sucks. It's It's so fucking hard being a white guy who likes Run the Jewels anyway. That then Killer Mike has to say some shit about, like, being calm and uh, respecting police at this time (laughs) in a shirt that says, Kill Your Masters on it, which is the name of an R2J song. But, you know, there's already enough, like, oh, yeah, R2J, wow, white people really like them shit. And all of a sudden, like, Killer Mike has to just drop some of the most bullshit takes on this. I don't entirely blame everyone who falls prey to this temptation. A- AOC which is had to a fucking nuclear things. bad take, by the way. Oh, God. Uh, uh, was it about yeah, outside it, it was. It was an outside agitator take. Yes. Yeah, I think right, she, she like retweeted like Joy, yeah. Joy Ann Reed. Um, Kamala Harris yeah. was on CNN connecting the protests to Russia. After going to mm-hmm. the protests, awesome! Oh my God, what a piece! See, of she, was part of, she was part of. She was part of a good peaceful. That's our VP. That's our future. Uh, VP. That? It's a, ooh, yeah. Oh, can I? Oh, oh. Is there an Italian? My, my girl. Okay, Chloe, Italians Chloe could Chloe. never graduate law school. 
for the record. Uh, <laughs> but You're right. All the lawyers in The Godfather that is aren't true. even Italian. Nah. Okay, I am still going on the theory that Biden's just going to pick Klobuchar anyway because that's the funniest answer. She, yes, who's the, the, the politician that you could most... Uh, neatly <laughs> pin this entire thing on. Yeah, uh, the, I mean, the, who's gonna choose her? Retouch okay. on last week. Yeah, he basically said aloud that black people will support him no matter what. And when pressed on what are you doing for black people, he just said, "Look at polls of black people from Delaware." So. Yeah, I don't see why, if we're to assume that's his thought process, the fuck? Pick Klobuchar. Black people will support you no matter what. Um, I did see that some of his advisors have been backing off. Yeah, you got to think about these advisors, man. Because, like, think about, think about when John McCain, quote-unquote, picked Sarah Palin. I'm very happy to spend my birthday with you and to make... An historic announcement in Dayton, a city built on hard, honest work of good people. And now, in these tough, changing times, after all, that's why I'm running for president, to fight for you. I've spent the last few months looking for a running mate, as I'm sure you know. I had many good people to choose from. And it's with great pride and gratitude that I tell you, I have found the right partner to help me stand up, especially our dangerous dependence on foreign oil. The person I'm about to introduce to you and raise their children to excel at sports, a standout high school point guard, a devoted wife, and a mother of five. She's not... She's not from these parts, and she's not from Washington. I am very pleased and very privileged to introduce to you the next Vice President of the United States, Governor Sarah Palin of the great state of Alaska. You know, it was like... They were like, hey, old man, this is going to work. And he was like, I guess. And then uh, it, it, it was great. For, it was awesome. I'm sorry. I think, but I think Woody Harrelson I just, picked Sarah Palin. Yeah, Woody Harrelson picked Sarah Palin. <laughs> no, but I just think the people around Biden would have lost their shine for Klobuchar in light of this specific scenario. It just is too on the nose. But you are correct that it would be the funniest if he was like eh, people forget about this part i still think this is a you know kamala's making a play here as she's going to make a play as the good prosecutor in in light of this thing she went to the protest outside the white house and then landed uh, on and then um tried to russia i uh, hope i can grab italian Kamala on Twitter. <laughs> do it, do it. Yeah, get that she, handle, yeah. If she, if she is the VP. Oh, get the, the handle VP. now and see. Actually, yeah, get Italian Kamala, Italian Klobuchar. Eh, Italian Klobuchar wouldn't work because the woman doesn't have a personality to speak. Uh, <laughs> She's also, like, cold and distant. 
and yeah. brutally. I mean, I guess she has this fiery Mediterranean explosive anger, but it's all <laughs> geared through this like Midwestern potluck Lutheran. Yep. No, no fiery Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, Lutheran. Lutheran. If I could go back in time, I would honestly just be a shooter for the Pope and take out Martin Luther, just because he created the most (laughs) boring fucking people on the planet. And if we're to believe Max Weber, also capitalism, Lutherans fucking suck. Um, Fuck them. I'm going to (laughs) start insulting different groups that it's okay to insult until someone listens to this podcast. <laughs> who's who's well, on the list so far? Italians, more. Lutherans, Turks, Mike Tracy, Mike Tracy, Turks again, everyone who <laughs> also hates Turks. <laughs> yeah, All of the, the Balkans? Balkans the, oh, man. Most of the Middle East. I mean, yeah, no, it's a, a lot of people most of the Middle Turkey East. Whatever fuck you know who has been on the for, for I don't know. They gave us no coffee and yogurt. I don't know how you can complain. <laughs> oh, God. How dare you? That's, that's the final that's, straw. That's even... Yeah, I'm that's really the first hard. invented hummus. Come at me. You know who's really been on is Mary Lanson. Oh, <laughs> uh, I haven't actually been keeping up she's with excellent. her. I feel like I might have seen a slightly cringe take from her. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you know. She's going to also be like, everyone pray, uh, whatever shit. Yeah, this tweet that was put on top of the burning building, uh, come into the temple. Yeah, yeah, that was was pretty good. Bow at the feet of the indomitable will, drink from the fountain of gentle inhalation, become an exterminating angel. Yeah, I think that was from like April, though. I don't think that. Yeah, April. Yeah, I don't think that. Everything we want will require. Unfathomable violence. Buckle up. Ooh, no, she's Buckle got some bangers. Okay. The president just said Minneapolis mm-hmm. has to be tougher. He said the police have to be respected by all these protesters who are radical left, very bad people. Fortunately, no, actually, no, that's not a banger. Fuck. I, I don't know. I don't know that she's had great. Yeah, majority of police people. Oh, God, she says police people. Instead of policeman, <laughs> uh, she says police mm-hmm. people. Very just. Yeah, I mean she's the she's woke Erdogan's like. Yeah, she, she anyway. She says the majority of police people are decent public servants. What include them in their? Oh yeah, that I could see. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Well, look, she's look, some, she's she's, she's doing her best. Everyone's got a different role in this new world. Okay, some of us are sacred destroyers. She's uh, she's yeah, on yeah. she's not on that wavelength, but she respects it. I mean, I mean, it's it hard. I mean, it is a it revolutionary is moment I, I, that is separating the liberal hangers on from yes. actual left. And sorry, that includes that includes AOC. That includes Marianne Williamson. That kind of includes Dylan a little bit, uh, but I will withhold judgment from Dylan Omar to a certain degree that I won't withhold judgment from those other two. But yeah, burn your fucking idols. 
Well, yeah, of course. You never don't don't put them up there in the first place. But ooh, uh, twenty second timeout. Uh, it appears they are burning the daughters of the Confederacy building. Yeah. In what that city? is pretty rad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta, I assume. Forgive me. I just seeing people tweet about it. I mean, I'm how, not even sure where it is. I'm assuming that's where it is. Uh, it might be in Virginia. It might be. I don't know. Anyway, I, I just, I just don't like with Atlanta. I just feel like the sheer overwhelming majority of the city has to outweigh attempts to just have Confederate memorabilia. But eh, I'm probably wrong. Fuck it. I don't know. Probably. I've been following Wilhelm Donatio, um, and he's been like 10 steps behind the, the ball. He just gave a speech in Brooklyn um, saying it was a minority of people uh, and doesn't represent the whole city. This is one of those situations where you can literally hear Mike Duncan's voice over. <laughs> all of this this is fucking this is the 1830 paris uh uprising yeah it's just like leadership is like constantly three hours behind of where they need to be yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, everyone is fucking up he's giving the um... he's giving this like speech and and he's saying that, you know, it's a small group of people, doesn't represent all of it. Meanwhile, Union Square is like three cop vans on fire. Yeah, yeah, it's trying what, to what was, what was the, like, um, s- the event? Um, did it go from Flatbush and they walked over the Brooklyn Bridge and met up with other protesters in Union Square? I think that's what happened. Well, yeah, and then the cops tried to split everyone up. And that's when things got like like the cops tried to split everyone up. I'm just secondhand of my friends uh, talking about what they're hearing. Uh, but the cops, then people tried to come back together because they were like, obviously they're trying to split us up to, to you know diminish this. And then the cops kind of went ape shit. They like just started attacking people. Then they started arresting people. They stole. They stole. They stole Jake's bike before they arrested him. They just took it. So I, I will just yeah, at this I, point say I, I do want to do a special shout out to Philly right now and take that goddamn statue down. Anyone who is in that city, for the love of Christ, take the fucking Rizzo statue down. Destroy it. Ruin it. You will make my great grandfather so fucking happy, and you will make me so fucking happy. I don't feel like there's anything, any any monuments I've yeah, got. I, I have my eye on that one. <laughs> also, wherever I don't know, because apparently we got a big fucking Louis the Sixteenth statue in America. So if there if there are any like Romanov oh, yeah, statues, yeah. Um, take them out, please. Um, <laughs> There's probably some little statue of like Anastasia, (laughs) like but like the fairy tale version somewhere. We'll fuck that up for you, Marlo. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna kill them a second time. (laughs) (laughs) So no, but let's actually. I wanted to bring it up earlier though. This uh, the sort of like 
reflexive, hippy-dippy, love and light, like, idea about what makes peace and what is good. And it's sort of uh, this toxic positivity where people feel the need to speak out against the protests and say being violent is never the answer and things like that when clearly like it is (laughs) like it's fine to not want to participate in violence but like when you're talking about collective work it's it's i don't know these people mix up two things they mix up things that they're supposed to apply to themselves internally by themselves etc and and try to make a prescriptive for people who are trying to make change in the physical world (laughs) but i do think it's more widespread than even the hippie dippies because so many people the way they whitewash martin luther king is is in that whole thing like they think he (laughs) they they like make this story up and it's that he was Santa Claus of dozens of times we are to like, use, uh, Cornell West phraseology on the matter mm-hmm. I know I run into it because I have a real <laughs> however I'm fucked up I really I really dislike a sentimental argument so like while I can participate in a ton of woo woo shit and, and etc and I meditate and all of that hullabaloo I really dislike this whitewashing and this sort of um, attempt to control people. But in the guise of like, I want everybody to be okay. And I want people to be at peace. And you know what is the answer? And you know what? You know what? People did change it without any of this. And they didn't. That's a lie. And (laughs) that bothers me. Just... Just on, like, a fucking know-it-all level of who I am, of, like, actually history, blah, blah, blah. Like, I hate that shit. So, uh, often, though, I've come into conflict with people who are, like, they think they're trying to do something good by saying that shit. And then when I'm critical, (laughs) I I suddenly, I'm the bad guy. (laughs) And, uh... It's frustrating. It's like not wanting people to curse. It's- See, this is, I think, um, this fits in with the, um, I hate bringing up this term, but, you know, this kind of emergent, dominant thing you can trace through neoliberalism is the, uh, we don't, we don't want to choose sides. We think violence itself should be abolished. One thing that I've heard, you know, the true evil is when all, when there's only good in the world and there's no evil and good, you know, the true evil is when a state can say that all evil has been abolished. I don't know, that that seems like a totalitarian kind of way of thinking that, you know, conflict should be the thing that's erased not that there's one good side or bad side. Right. There are, in fact, enemies well, I think who it's... must be defeated. Right. This isn't going to be solved by all of mankind holding hands and coming together because some of mankind suffocates another part of mankind to death. Well, yes, but what I'm saying is that there's this certain level of idealism yeah. that comes yeah, uh, utopianism. Mm-hmm. Utopian kind of well, ideas 
I think it, it's more, it's magical thinking. It's like, if we all just do a peaceful sit-in and, like, wish and, like, you know, be nice hard enough, that's going to change people in some magic way. But they, they're never pushed to explain that's what they think. But it is kind of what people think about this shit, about, about pacifism and, like, nonviolence in general. And they don't See understand... Them. See the violence inherent to the system, help, help, I'm being oppressed, bloody peasant. Yeah. But it's all, yeah, I mean, but it's also people are just addicted to a false binary at all times. They, it's, they, can't, they slip into either or, and it, they're very uncomfortable not living in that, especially in this country. So because people have created this, like, hagiography around um, MLK's nonviolence, which is this, like, cartoon version of what nonviolence was in that context, because that's good, then anything that's not that is bad. And bad needs to be abolished. You know, and bad needs to be abolished. And, like, every... I see people who are trying so hard to be good for themselves, you know, and like, but they're just, they just slip right back into a, a, a dichotomy where they have to choose something to be the bad guy or to be the bad thing that is, and it's almost never the obvious bad thing, which is the systems that are cruel and oppress us and don't give us any choices. Negative um, thoughts. It's you know, by design. Not getting along with others. Yeah, it's like I said, toxic positivity. Acting like acting like negative thoughts and critical thoughts are the same thing. Like there there's just so many like new age tropes that have gotten like where I could see some value in them for someone in a in a very micro way. But if you try to take it so literally and blow it up, it becomes stupid. <laughs> You know, like it's like a way to like, yes, often people have a problem with being too having a critical self-talk. Right. So a way to try to get out of too much critical self-talk, which is harming you, is to not criticize yourself or try to do that. Right. But that doesn't mean you stop thinking critically entirely in the in the way we think of it in general. Like it's it's, but I think people are want to do what's the easiest thing. Well, and I think it, seems it's a d- descendant of and, kind of like the eighties, kind of we are the world, um, and this kind of yeah, care bear stairs, you know, like the the general descendants of hippies continued to reinforce all of those things, but took out all the violence and rewrote the history of the civil rights movement without the violence rewrote the revolutionary potential from the sixties and just cast it aside as, well, these are some good ideas about making people more equal. And then we did that. And, you know, there were some bad eggs in there that did some drugs and did some violence, but now we're better than that. So we don't need that drugs. We don't need that violence. Yeah, and also there, and I think it's going to be obvious to some people which chapo I just listened to on this rant, but there's um, a very specific 90s version of that as well uh, Mm -hmm. that is kind of a very post-Fugayama 
idea where yeah. we're at the end of history and so things were bad, but we fixed all that. And now we just need to you know, just figure out what those leftover kinks that are leftover from when things were bad, but now they're not bad. But we still have these leftover things that we need to just kind of tweak around with. It was it was interesting. I was listening to the radio the other day, and they had a similar thing where the 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 radio guy Brian Lair is, uh, you know, was talking about the privilege he was thinking that after the civil rights movement, I mean King, after Obama gets elected, that racial tension was a thing of the past. I mean, I remember growing up where I thought that. <laughs> I remember being a child in the 90s and being like, huh, yeah, racism. It's that thing we figured out was bad by, I guess, the 1980s. Uh, and so, yeah, and some people are just dumb and don't realize that, like, you know, we already figured out that was bad. I mean, I'm pretty sure Lionel Richie ended racism. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. He could dance on the ceiling. Like, how could people be racist about that? Mm -hmm. People were like, oh, my God, I can't find a way to be racist about this. Yeah. And it just, like, broke the spell. Oh, what a feeling. <laughs> Dancing feeling. You know, I just think that for a lot of communities or people don't come into contact with violence ever. So it does it does seem believable to them. I, I think there are people who are comfortable who don't interact with police hardly ever. Um, don't see a lot of violence ever happen around them. And they have this idea that their experience is universal, I think, like more like more universal than not. And then if you're not having a similar experience that you're doing something wrong, so many people can't fathom it. And, you know, I mean, that's why every day you have some new white person who's like, oh, my God, what? Now I'm, I can't I, I've been shown this. This example now makes me believe, like, yeah, all the time people are like, what? And it just, I did not grow up with any nice stories about police. So, like, despite not dealing with the full spectrum of how police are shitty, um, I never, never felt like that's who I should call if something's bad. <laughs> Or I'm in trouble. That doesn't seem like a safe situation. So, like, I assume for people whom it does seem like, oh, that's what I've been told to do, that there's a fucking learning curve when they discover that it's uh, corrupt and has all of these horrible consequences. But I also think something shifted. Since the last round, we'll see. We'll see if everyone just dies of coronavirus in four weeks. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know how long things are gonna pop off right now. It sounds like a good place to end. I do want to put it out there. I fund if you can. Uh, right. Would be my yeah. pitch if we're <laughs> ending. Fucking yes. rip yes. that Rizzo statue down and destroy it so they can't put it back up again. 
rip it down and replace it of a statue of or Mumia. I would Greece. go with Mumia. <laughs> Mumia is a better choice because uh, Greece is like kind of pseudo set yeah. in L.A. It's just right, it's just yeah, Carol Channing. Also, I didn't it's a statue of Carol Channing. We were talking Channing. about that Greece because I Enterprise. I assumed it was like Greece. And I assume there was a guy named from Greece named like Rizopopoulos or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Okay, cool. There is Rizopopoulos um, is a Greek name. Yeah. Destroy the resident <laughs> statue, please, and donate to the bail fund if you can. I threw yes. my 50 at it. I did. Um, also, uh, quote, Rosa, well, paraphrase Rosa, you know, there is no textbook that tells us how this will turn out. Uh, and it's only through the experience of the revolution itself and the failure of today is the basis for the success of tomorrow. So fucking keep fighting. I think Lenin talked about uh, once you go up the mountain and then get hit back again, you know, just go up the mountain again. Yeah. Yeah, no. You must imagine this just fucking earning it. I'm pretty sure Lenin was a friend of Sisyphus. Yeah. <laughs> a friend of Sisyphus? That sounds like a euphemism for a uh, marginalized subculture. <laughs> uh, it's the struggle of the workers. I, I, uh, hear, I, hear he's a, <laughs> I hear he's a friend of Sisyphus. Ooh, uh, that's a... Anyway, uh, that's it. Thank you, Reset Tayyip for your words of support. They're appreciated uh, by everyone in America. <laughs> um, my What's message to the world is never listen <laughs> to world music. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, there's a pretty so, good cup philosophy on that one. I love... No, Does Greek music count as world thing. music? It's not actually music from the world. Like okay, local so, okay. folk music is not world music. Well, yeah, local folk music, but also like very oh, yeah. terrible well, that's also different. pop music. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Death guys. To know, stay safe. Um. Death to <laughs> NYPD. And uh, Mamma Mia, Issa Kamala, she want to be the VP. Clobamentum. <laughs> yeah, no, Clobamentum is still happening. I don't give a fuck. Clobamentum <laughs> yeah. will I guess be we'll the see. VP I, I mean, because they do not everything care about will happen you. this week. They don't. We got a subscriber on the line. I, 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 um, no, I, I bet Dan, um, that if his clove. Then uh, he subscribes. Oh yes, okay. he, he has to subscribe <laughs> if if he loses the bet. Yeah, no. we like, will individually bet and you like, all. We're just like all subscribe to our Patreon <laughs> and we're breaking in fucking chapo money. Oh goddamn! All right, all right. Bye. Good night. Turn it to the veil. All right, um, guys. Stay uh, safe. Bye, everyone. Uh, I'm sad. Elon's rapid didn't blow up more. Burning down cooler. the housing courts is a thing that is possible and easy. I'll um, put it in the show notes. Yeah. Bye. Bye. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the police.